Hey, Hoagie's Garage. You just got Winter's done night. eating. Just got done eating. Went out and had a little gathering with some friends at the Red Rock. They make the burgers really good, but a little bit bigger than I need. <laughs> you look like you're hurting. Well, I'm not miserable, but I'm full. I'm not oh. going to lie to you about that, but it was really good, so. You bet. Hey, uh, real quick, we, uh, I got to mention Lester days. Um, you know, the great village of Lester. You grew up here, Tobe. Yep. And, you live in Rock Rapids now, but I moved uh, a whole eight miles. You know, back in the day, um, your grandpa used to get all these cars to come through our parade. The old some, horseless carriage club, yeah, is what it was called, and and uh, some sweet old vehicles. But yep. uh, um, you know, times have changed. Uh, we still have a parade, but we have a car show. Yep. Um, the Eggesons and uh, Wilkie. Wilkie's put it on, so it's the Uncle, A and W. Guts and Wilk started her. Yep. Uh, Jared and Jeremy kept her going. And it, it's not really. I don't think they have like winners per no, se. It's no, just kind of come and go. Yep. Come know? and park your car and talk smart for a while. And, and I highly encourage if there's anybody out there, um, you know, and I don't know what races are going on that that night. Um, but I think it starts already like at 12.30 yeah, or 1. 1 to 3 um, or something. Then we usually go for a little fun run or something. We yeah. loop through the area. But if, uh, you know, anybody be willing to bring any kind of race car. Oh, yeah, we, we don't care what comes. Yeah. And uh, it'd just be great to see those at, you know, in Leicester. Yeah. I think it would be awesome. So um, I do have to throw Anne, your wife, under the bus a little bit here, Tobin. Yeah. Uh, I was worried she was going to be in here because she came with the other night, but <laughs> so I don't know saying, where the heck she's at, but she's not in the garage. I don't know. She left. So, um, I got the keys, though. <laughs> the, the, other, the other night, she was saying how fast we talk on our podcast. She, <laughs> she couldn't believe how fast we talk. You're lucky I'm she like, here. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, listen to you guys. And she had us at times two on the podcast whatever that means so that means we, we talk fast then talk double fast so <laughs> i hit this button and i changed it to normal and she goes oh my gosh you guys talk way too slow <laughs> <laughs> so i think she wants to put it back a little bit faster maybe we gotta go one and a half yeah but i had to give her some crap that's so all right she, I do she all probably won't listen to this until next weekend when we're when here we're sitting here again so yeah. all of a sudden she'll turn around oh. and say but you yeah. asshole <laughs> but anyhow um some sponsors uh you know we play the sponsors but we yeah. don't always mention them on air i think we should do that Falcons brothers trucking yep. um they've always had our backs um Probably one of the better known sponsors out there for any race car. If you talk sprint yeah, cars race, and yeah. Falcon Brothers trucking, they'll know you. I yeah. mean, if they don't, then they're probably not a race fan. No, I not, mean, a I'm just one, not a hard one. Not a hard core, anyhow. Um, Chris Fizzle out of PA. Yep. Um, Mount, Mount Tabor Cabinetry. Yep, absolutely. Uh, you know, one I didn't have written down is the. Uh, the paint. He switched to paint now. What was that called? TP was TP Carts. Now it's now it's powder coating. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's really good with stuff. Remember? Yeah, I'm, I didn't have that one written down, but JJ Designs. Yep. Um, he can do koozies. Got our koozies for us. Yep, everything. Um, and he's local. He's yep. he's in Parker. He Jared uh, Jansen. He races the eighty one car, so in three oh fives. Co op Energy out of Rock Rapids. Turn two lodging tope. 
That's it's about that time. It's that time. Well, it's it's that time every Saturday. Yeah, but, but it's gonna get his yard's gonna be full now. His, his yard's really gonna be full. So, but turn two lodging. Look that up on Airbnb or whatever the yeah, other Google one, Google or, or yeah, whatever. I don't know. That's, that's, that's that stuff I don't understand. Yeah. And then of course uh, Octane Inc. Um, you know Brett Vanderbrink and Matt Jewell and all those guys over there that are part of that. We can't thank them enough for everything they do, not just for us, but for racing. Yep. I mean, they they really do. And, I mean, they... They wrap a ton of stuff. They wrap a ton... Yeah, they're, racing is just a part of the stuff they do, yep. you know? So, I wanted to throw them out there. And then, the last thing is, I'm toying around the idea of getting hoodies again. Um, the hoodies that we have are amazing. Um I'm kind of done with the t-shirt thing just because, I don't know, it's a pain in the ass to order so many different things. So I'm thinking just doing hoodies, and I, I use American Hero clothing over in uh, Larchwood. Um, her son, Austin, is in my son's class. I know Michelle Sanderson really well, and um, so I try and stay local there. So the, the cost may be a little bit higher than if I went to a big retailer. Oh, yeah. But the, the hooded sweatshirts are absolutely they're amazing. Nice. You know, they're very comfortable. Um, the only thing I was thinking is, uh, you know, we've only done gray. Um, we can do black, gray, blue. Uh, See, the problem with that is, then you got to buy another color. one. Yeah, so. And it's like, uh, oh, damn, buddy. That's, that's the idea behind it, Tobe. Um, but, <laughs> you know, we do see a lot of people at Husets yep. that have them on, and we love that. So. Toying around that idea, if somebody wants to send me a message or something like that, say, hey, yeah, I would I would definitely like uh, another hoodie or whatever. And uh, we do ship them to PA, California. Well, I mean, we've, we've shipped them shipped everywhere. everywhere. So, and, um, and I do have, still do have a few koozies and a few stickers left in the push truck. If anybody needs them, just got to stop by some night after the race. And we've yep. got a few of them left yet. Yep. And uh, so... Yeah, so but anyways, we'll just see. We probably but should get back to the podcast. We now. got the winners. We got the winners from last night. We're on the ball tonight. Dan Carsrud, Tim Dan, and Dusty's Dusty Zomer. So when we come back, we got them on. Hey, Toe, you know, every once in a while, I want to go to Knoxville or Pella, and I have troubles finding a place to stay. Do you have any good ideas of where a guy could stay? Heck, I'd try the Turn 2 Lodge, bud. It's a house right north of the track. I think you can probably hear the races. You ain't have to leave till the races start. Walk down. If you're in the area, whatever, visiting anything, I'd check out the Turn 2 Lodge. Find it on the Airbnb. Hey, we're back at Hoagie's Garage, and we have Dan Karsrud on. How you doing tonight? Good. How are you? We're we're doing good. Tobe just went out and uh, ate way too much yeah, food. Ate too so. much food. Was up to the Red Rock. <laughs> ate too much food. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but hey, it's a good place, Red Rock. You know they kind of support racing over there, so that's a good oh, place yeah, to yep, go. Tobe. And, so. and it was a beautiful support. day. <laughs> yep. So uh, Dan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm uh, 34 years old. Uh, I just got back into racing this year. Uh, started helping Aaron Werner races a three sixties and four tens now a few years ago. Uh, and then he started doing three six or then he started doing three oh fives and then he got out of that and doing three sixty stuff. So got back into racing this year and still helping him. Uh but yeah, got two kids and a wife and they're all for the racing deal too, so that makes it fun. 
Makes it a lot easier anyhow. <laughs> oh, yeah. What What were you racing before? I started out in a junior chargers when I was 14, and then moved up to like a factory stock, and then hobby stock, and then B-Mod. And then, and then when did you stop racing? Uh, 2013 was the last year I raced, so I've had 10 years off. Then you made the mistake of going back to the track and helping <laughs> a guy in the edge start it again. Yep. Yeah, well, I've almost bought a car a few times in between there, but <laughs> held off until now. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it Was it hard to find everything? I mean, just getting going this year, was it, I mean, is your like motor new and stuff or did you buy somebody's whole package or how did you how'd you come well, about doing it i'm actually driving aaron werner's car okay so but yeah the the motor is fresh it's not new but it was yeah. fresh and the, the uh chassis was just an old chassis that he had laying around but now we've got a new one because i wrecked last week and then <laughs> put a new car together this last week one of the small bonuses of crashing <laughs> yeah. or maybe the only yeah, bonus. <laughs> oh, you bet. You so, bet. Um, Sunday obviously was a good night for you. Um, just run us through the race a little bit, how it seemed to play out for you. Yeah, on the start, felt really good. The car was uh, perfect, but I could drive it wherever. And I was running the low side, but I could still just floor it and didn't have to lift around the corners or nothing. And, uh, then that red flag came out, and then after that, I don't know if the, the pressures on the tires got started going up, but then after that, the car just started getting looser and looser, and then the last couple laps, I could hear uh, a couple guys behind me, and I was starting to get nervous, because <laughs> I've, I've been fast before and messed up and hit the berm and spun out, and so I just had to concentrate on making good laps. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I ended up making some decent laps, and was able. Luckily, was able to hold off Cole, who was right behind me coming to the line. So, yeah, the 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 distance or whatever the gap was not very big. I don't remember the exact <laughs> number, but it wasn't a very big gap anymore. Yeah, at that I think point. it was point zero seven two seconds behind. So yeah, it was, that's it was, not it was much. A close one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you ever look at the video board? Yeah. I've, made that mistake of every <laughs> the few laps i was like man these last few laps are just taken forever <laughs> so, i probably would have been smart not to look at that probably would have been less <clears throat> nervous but it's kind of hard to see it when you can see it out of the corner of your eye you just play it just i just gravitate toward it towards it yeah oh yeah there's there's always something seems like that can distract a guy when you don't want to be oh yeah yeah I, now I'm now I know for next time I guess if I'm running decent just to not pay attention to that and <laughs> just focus on just your own line. On, Run and hit your race. marks and go for it. Yep. You bet. So is that your first ever win in a 305 or just the first one at Houston's? Uh First one in a 305. I won in the B mod in 2013, almost exactly to the. It's probably within like a week of this win. Oh, really? But 10 years ago. Yep. Yeah, it was a Hall of Fame night in 2013 when I last won. Yeah. So July is your month then, you could say. <laughs> it kind of sounds that way, well, yeah. It's the, it's the month of money, they always say, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, 
the number on your car, does that have any special meaning or did you just pull that out of the hat? Well, my dad, he used to race in the 80s. He raced the Bombers class and then moved up to street stock class for a couple years. So his number is 67, and he picked that because his favorite car was a 67 Chevelle, and that's what that's the car that he raced as well. So then when I started racing uh, junior chargers when I was 14, I just automatically picked that. It's, pr- it's probably not a number that you have to put extra letters behind very often. Nope. Yeah, I don't think I've – I don't think I've ever had to put extra letters behind it in the – well, now 11 years that I've been racing. Well, you either you just got to show up early or pre-register yep. early, and then you got to pick your <laughs> yep. number. <laughs> yeah, that makes it easier. You bet. You bet. So, um, what, what are you doing with this? You're a Houston's winner now, obviously. So what's your favorite part about the track, or what, what do you like about racing at Houston's? Uh, it's fun that it's like a, just a little bull ring, so you have, to, you have to be on top of your game. Like you, you can't be – uh, a slouch and just drive you have to be you have to concentrate on what you're doing because otherwise one little mistake will cost you big time and I've experienced that there a few times <laughs> this year and when I raced there in the past so it's it just makes you an awesome driver to uh, be able to race there well didn't they say something was it the dude's comment during the or he had made the comment with years past that Knoxville makes you fast, but Houston's makes you a race car driver or a driver oh, yep. or something. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that, yep. Something yeah, like that would, was said. I, I can't hear it all real well in the pits, but something yeah, along that line. That 100%. So this, this is really not about you or your driving, but maybe you can help me out here because <laughs> um, we always struggle as fans um, how they line you guys up for the races. Um, I thought it was strictly by points, but, you know, Trevor was way in the back, but like Cole, who's second in points, uh, is it Cole? I think it's Cole, but, uh, he was, he started like fourth or sixth, something like that. Is it an average or how, how do you get to where you start? Yeah, I think it by point average, the IMCA kind of does it different where, yeah, the better, the better you are, the farther back you start. Because I don't understand why Cole was way farther ahead than uh, Trevor. I guess, but yeah. yeah so then with me, some of them... with me winning on Sunday, yeah, my I'll probably be starting farther in the back now, <laughs> which which will make it fun, so you can pass more cars. Yeah, some but, of them I've heard do like a two-week average or a three-week average. So yeah, can, that's why I was wondering for if, two or three weeks, and you get to start up front, and then you do good for a yep, couple weeks, and then go to the back. Because Cole didn't make the A last week, so I was wondering if that had yeah, anything. Yeah, that probably. Oh yeah, that probably does have something to do with it because he didn't make the A. I forgot about that. There yeah. again, we're just assuming things. Or yeah, yeah. Yep. You're, you're not. You're not really helping me out here, Dan, with the official. Uh... <laughs> yeah, sorry. yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. So. Um, kind of give us a overall how the season's gone for you. Not just at Houston's, but everywhere you've been. How how's it been going as a whole this year for you? Oh, I've mainly been racing uh, I ninety and Houston's, trying to get two to three nights in. I think there was one week, and I did three nights when uh, Houston's ran the two nights. 
but uh the results don't really show how good the car is because like i said i've led a quite a few laps but just make mistakes and it cost me big time and i wrecked last week but for the most part in my rookie year i feel it's, it's been going really well uh in my first race in the heat race, I went seventh to third, and I didn't even know I got third until I came on the race saver and said I had to go to Tech. <laughs> so yeah, I was it's like, not "Oh wait, wait, where's Tech at?" That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, overall, I feel it's been really well, surprisingly. Yeah, can't yeah, com- a, can't complain fun. about that, I guess. No, I mean, heck, no. you got to win on your rookie season. I'd call that <laughs> pretty good so yeah. far. Yeah, yeah, to win in my rookie season at Houston. That's kind of a a big deal in my book yeah yeah absolutely so um what do y'all got for sponsors on your car and and maybe throw your pit crew in there too as well to keep them so they keep coming back okay yeah uh well, the big one would be aaron werner uh with pro aviation he's actually the car owner and then uh lubin brothers dairy or bailing uh, naughty nurse motorsports ocd garage uh johnny's barber reef farms DG's Pipe Fencing, Classic Corner, Ordall Farms, uh, Cameron Alsup, uh, Murphy Quality Work, Kenny Acoustical, Matthew Farms, Gasper Farms, RS Classics, Burgers Trucking, Plexus by Jody and TJ's Bar, and Rusty's Fireworks. Man. Now, I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm going to guess you maybe wrote that all down, or you got a lot better memory than I got. <laughs> well, I don't, have, I don't have that good a memory. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff's written down. Oh, that's awesome. That's what I, I missed a lot of the sponsors on Sunday. I was just drawing a blank. <laughs> well, so, well that I that couldn't yeah. look at the car either because it's not wrapped yet. No, the car was pretty much it, just so white. Like, yeah. <laughs> So I was gonna say I don't remember all them sponsors on the car when he was going around the track. So. <laughs> yep. And who all who all helps you? Is it just you or? Uh, be myself, Aaron Werner, and Sean Hurdy. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, Tope, let's get into some let's rapid fire here. See how he does on those. You bet. Uh, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, cookie dough. Cat or a dog person? Dog. Do you have any hobbies outside of racing? Uh, I like to just mess around with stuff in the garage. Uh, and then did do some tractor pulling, but haven't done that for a couple years now, though. Tinkering in the garage. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Yep. No, absolutely. Um, how about a favorite movie? Oh, I'll say right now it'll probably be Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, that's a good show. You bet. Went to that one even in the theater. That way we got the full yep, sound effects. I did that too. <laughs> They're just not the same as sitting at home. Oh, no. Yeah, it's way better. Yeah. Are you a snow or rain guy? Ooh, that's a tough one. Kind of depends on how cold it is when it's snowing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the snow is definitely fun. Yeah can do a lot more stuff in the snow so i'd have to say snow okay right. um if you were going to be stranded on an island what album or what type of music would you have to take along to listen to i would have to say probably 90s country 90s country that's the better stuff yep i thought he's gonna say 90s rock there for a second uh, you were hoping <laughs> bud. you were hoping 
Do you have a favorite place to go out to eat? This is the one Tobe and I really listen to. Oh. Well, we pay attention to them all, bud. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. And I've, see, I guess the, our go-to would probably be Texas Roadhouse. Okay. That's that's probably the most common one. Yeah. Well, it's, it's pretty good most of the time. You got that right. Yep. How about a favorite holiday? I would have to say 4th of July. Okay. What app on your phone do you use the most? Probably, I would have to say Facebook. And how many speeding tickets have you gotten in your lifetime so far? Um, Three. Oh, that's, that's not low bad number. at all. <laughs> we always ask that because of race car drivers. We yeah. want to know if they take it out <laughs> yeah. onto the... But this one kind of does also. What's the fastest you've ever actually driven on the highway or been in the front, the passenger seat? Ooh, probably 115. That's not bad. Not bad. Getting up there. It ain't by no means by the record yet, but it's up there. <laughs> yeah. What's the record? Oh, two something. 214 oh, or wow. 213? Yeah, I don't even remember yeah, what that was now. Corvette? No, no, that was that, that. I don't know. That was one like a Lamborghini, one of them type of vehicles. Yeah, I think. I don't remember what that was. We, did, we should really write notes, bud, because we can't remember crap. <laughs> but yeah, that was faster than I care to go. <laughs> yeah, that's that's moving. Um, what's your go-to drink? Uh, alcohol or non-alcoholic? Either or both. Um, I'd say Bush Light for alcohol and. Diet do for pop. You bet. Last one here for you. If money was no object, is there always a car or pickup or something you always wish that you could have owned? I would say it's a 65 Chevelle. Nope. There you I, go. That would work. Yep, absolutely. Well, Dan, uh, congrats on the win. Um, that's a yep, huge moment you. for you. Um, is, it, is there anything that we forgot to bring up or mention? Uh, no, I think you guys covered everything and, and then uh, and then some. So that should be good. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, that's great. We that's like the end then some because then we get off track. <laughs> you bet. Well, we wish you the best the rest of the year. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. Bud, when I talk about wrapping something, what do you think of? Uh, Christmas presents? Well, that's true, but that's not what I'm talking about here. See, every day you go to Octane, Inc., it does kind of feel like Christmas. It's not the same kind of wrapping, but, man, it's like getting a present every time you go there. These guys wrap everything. Snowmobiles, UTVs, golf carts, race cars, trailers. To be honest, if it moves, they can probably wrap it. You know what? It doesn't even have to move till they wrap my ping pong table into the Iowa Hawkeye football field, and it looks amazing. That is true. I guess they also do hoodies, T-shirts, and hats, and other accessories. Bud, what the heck are you doing now? Well, you never know. Maybe Brett wants to pick up some other kind of wrapping. I don't think that's going to happen, but if you want to give him a call in T, South Dakota, it's Octane, Inc., 605-213-8343. Again, that's 605-213-8343. All right, we're back at the garage. We've got Tim Dan with us now. So, Tim, tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, whatever you want to share. Um, I've got a wife here and uh, two kids. I got a boy and a girl, so that's that's the family. The all American family, wife <laughs> and know? boy and a girl got it all. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, 
how long have you been racing? What have you all raced? Um, I actually started in 96, I believe it was, and raced a hobby stock for quite a few years. Um, then I had, I've raced uh, Wasota Super Stock after that. Um, I raced probably, geez, I don't know. Oh, it's probably five, six years in that, at least, I suppose. And then I had a B-Mod for a while. And then I think I've been in the late model street stock since, I think it was 15 or 16. So you, you covered so, the whole array then. I've been around right? for a while. Yep. <laughs> and, and was Sunday night the first street stock win for you at Husets? Uh First one at Husets, yeah. Okay. Where yep. else have you all won at? Um, I've run one some in the street stock at Hartford. I've got several there, and I've raced at uh, Park Jefferson, our touring series. I won a race down there, and I believe I won one at uh, Worthington. So, and uh, one at Wagner, I guess, too, one of our touring series races down there. So, that's awesome. We got a few of them. Yeah, I'm spread around. I'm actually. You know, watching you race at Houston's a long time. I'm I'm actually shocked that you haven't won one at Houston's until last. Yeah, the street stock's been kind of. I raced the hobby. I've got some hobby wins out there way back, early two yes. thousands, whatever it was, and uh, then I kind of hadn't been around Houston's for quite a while until I got back in the street stock class. You know, in I think sixteen or whatever it was. So. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to Austin, I was talking to Austin Lloyd and uh, Kobe uh, Clausen after the race, and they yeah. were both both kind of shocked that that was your first uh, street stock win at Houston. So, yeah, yeah, you bet. So, um, no, been plenty close, had some seconds and thirds, but couldn't quite ever pull it off. Yeah, well, now you got the monkey off your back, as they yeah, say. Yeah, so. got, got got the first one done. So then I think they come easier. They say. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's what they say, anyhow. You know, JJ, yeah. it took him a long time, and now he has three at Houston. So yeah. maybe you're going to end up with three before the season's uh, over. Yeah, I wouldn't be all right. <laughs> you wouldn't be complaining, anyhow. No, no, can't complain about that. Uh, so um, going back to yesterday, then tell us just a little about. A little bit about the race, how it all went for you, what how it played out, whatever you want to share. Um, luckily, I mean, I guess a lot of it was just uh, luck of the draw. Definitely starting up front helps, you know, oh, yeah. most nights. So it uh, some nights it kind of sucks being being the guy that takes off on the rabbit at the the start, and you really don't know if there's something else better behind you. You know, yep. somebody's got a different line or whatever. So sometimes it can end up biting you and hurting you. But, but uh, no, we were luckily got out front early and kind of found a good line I was comfortable in and didn't really have to go searching too much and just kind of stayed committed to what I was doing. And until somebody else showed me they were faster, I guess I was going to be committed to where I was. Sure. <laughs> yep. And, and there was, I mean, I'm I'm terrible at names, but the 20k car was literally yeah. side by side with you for a long time. <laughs> for yeah, a long last, time, and Kobe yeah, was right the last behind half, you. He was he was uh, Spencer hung tight there. I I mean I knew he was under me most of the time there that last half of the race, whatever. And uh, you know he and it was fun fun racing side by side when you can do that and and 
never touch and yeah you know that's well, it made it a lot of fun way. for yeah. us too so you're, you know, you're you just know, waiting have to see. two have two good lines that you can race on yeah. so that's you're all you can really wondering ask for. which one's going to bobble first and let and, you know you neither know, neither no, one of these two bobble no no i i kind of knew if i didn't didn't mess up it was probably going to be pretty tough for him to get around me i he's probably maybe a little better on entry i was probably not quite as good on entry but i knew if i get the thing turned it it was going to come off good so yep yeah and it obviously worked out good for you so <laughs> yeah you bet yeah all right so the the number on your car um any special meaning or just something you pulled out of a hat um i honestly i kind of got started in the racing deal um by the garing boys leland and cory garing and uh, Leland obviously was always 41, so that's kind of how I got the 40 was took the next one in line. So okay. that's kind of where it came from. It's because of them guys. So It's always, it's always kind of interesting because there's uh, most of the time there's a story. There's a story to go along with the number. Yeah, usually, usually there's a story behind them. Yep. Yeah, and I would say half is it's what their dad or grandpa had. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, so... That's that's kind of cool just to hear what people have to say there. So, yeah. what you've been coming to Houston's for quite a while. What what do you always look forward to in coming to Houston's? Oh, Houston's is just kind of a unique place, and you know it's it's uh, it's different than anywhere else around here. I guess your race just you know having the wall all the way around, and it's it's just a totally different uh, atmosphere. I guess you'd say. Um, you know, different sort of track and kind of a different sort of racing, honestly. Yeah. And you're always racing somebody. You don't get spread out <laughs> yeah, enough to where you're not racing it's, somebody. No, you're always pretty much, yeah, everybody's pretty tight usually, you know. Yeah. Well, so not, not too far to get away from anybody. You're always in tight quarters. Yeah. So what do you got for plans this week then? Where are you headed to next? Well, we've got the fair race down to Rock Rapids tomorrow night, so yep. we'll be down there, and then we race Thursday and Friday back at Houston's with the Lucas Oil cars, so okay. with the late model guys, so that'll be kind of cool being a sport class for them, and should be a good good yeah. show for yeah, the weekend. Yeah, they'll, so. they'll be fun to watch. They put on a good show last yep. year, wasn't it, they were there too? Yep. Yeah. Just wasn't uh Yeah, no, they would definitely be fun to watch, so excited to be part of that and should be good weekend for racing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh we love to give you the chance to tell us who your sponsors are. Um my main one I guess is T D R chassis, which is my own uh part time business that I do building cars and repairing cars and so that kind of, that's the main one. Uh, I also got Sierra Construction and uh, Buzz Signs and Graphics does my lettering and, and decal stuff. And that's that's really all. So your own business, is that strictly race car repair or do you do? Yeah, okay. yep, mostly race car stuff. Yep, you bet. And do you have anybody that helps you in the pits or is it just you? Um, for the most part, it's just my son, Travis, and myself, and uh, once in a while, I have an, uh, another guy, Rod, that helps me at Hartford, so pretty pretty small, tight crew, so. Well, at least <laughs> then you both know what the other's going to do anyhow, so. Yep, yep. You bet. All right, well, let's hit you up with some rapid-fire questions here. What's uh, your favorite flavor of ice cream? 
Oh, that would probably have to be vanilla. Do you have to add anything onto it? Any chocolate or nuts or anything, or just straight um, vanilla? Not you. Not usually. Okay. Um, cat or dog person? Um, probably dog. Do you have any hobbies outside of racing? Or not too many. Um, <laughs> race, Fixing race cars. Pretty much, pretty, pretty much takes up most of the time. Uh, other than four-wheeling, we usually try to get out and do some four-wheeling tra trail riding. That's yeah. kind of fun to get uh, away and do that This week, you not have time to do anything but race with Sunday, no, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, yep. or whatever. Yep. yep. So, how about a favorite movie? Oh, geez. I'm not too much of a TV or movie guy, but... Uh, I don't know, probably like the old days of Thunder was always good to watch. Yep. Yeah. You bet. Are you a snow or rain guy? Um, rain. Okay. If you're going to be stranded on an island, what type of music or album would you have to take along? Oh, probably something country. I'm not... Uh... Not anything real particular, I'm I guess. Starting to, I'm starting to think almost every race car driver listens to country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're probably not too far off there. Oh, well, we, we got to get more get them young kids up here. They won't listen to much country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite place to go out to eat? Um, God, that would probably have to be Texas Roadhouse. Huh? Two for two tonight on the Roadhouse, so we should talk yeah. to the Roadhouse, get them to be a sponsor yeah, for no us. Yeah, no kidding. There you go. <laughs> Some free food. Um, yeah. How about a favorite holiday? Um, Probably have to be Christmas. Okay. You bet. What app on your phone do you use the most? Oh, probably Facebook. Okay. Um, what's the fat? Oh, wait, I'm skipping one already, bud. How many speeding tickets have you gotten in your lifetime now? God, I don't know that I've had one. Oh, Ooh, now that could be a record doesn't, just about. <laughs> doesn't take the racing onto the highway. That's good. Yeah. But, but, yeah. what's the fastest you've ever gone on the highway and just haven't got caught? Oh, I don't know. I've never really been that terrible fast. Uh oh, huh. that's good. Maybe more like you and me, bud. Yeah. Well, never never well, had me. nothing to go that fast. Yeah. Not you, me. When I was younger, I went way too fast, way too many times. <laughs> um, oh, what, it's yours. Uh, well, it doesn't really matter. Um, what's your favorite drink? Alcoholic, non-alcoholic, both, we don't care. Oh, probably uh, Mountain Dew. There you go. Drank enough of them in my lifetime, too. Yeah. Before I switched to Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, money was no object, is there a certain car, pickup, anything that you've always wished that you could have owned? Um, God, I don't know. I've always wanted to have an old muscle car like a uh, Chevelle or a Camaro, something early 70s. Yeah, that would probably be something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So, well, thanks so much, Tim, for coming on. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that we didn't mention that uh, you wanted to talk about at all or? God, I don't think so. All right. Well, congrats on the win and best of luck on the rest of the season. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Fulkins Brothers Trucking, complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind since 1979. Call Trim at 800-831-8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, call Trim at 800-831-8553. And thank you, fellas, for being part of our show.
All right, we're back at Hoagie's Garage with our third and final one for the night. We got Dusty Zomer with us. How you doing, Dusty? I'm doing good, guys. How about you? We're doing great. Well, really hard to complain when she's this nice, you know. So right. Tobe's just starting to feel a little better. He uh, ate at Red Rock tonight. No, and he ate he, way too much yeah. food, so he's finally starting to. Uh, we've been here for 45 minutes now, so it's starting to settle down a little bit. I ain't quite <laughs> as miserable as I was. So. Uh, Heck yeah. They need that to Red make Rock's them burgers smaller or something. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, just in case people don't know, tell us a little bit about yourself, Dusty. Well, uh, uh, I guess with the racing deal or whatever, you know, I, I started racing go-karts when I was 10. Uh, started racing sprint cars when I was 17. Moved up to the ranks of kind of the, the 360s up to the 410s. And uh, I still like to dibble-dabble doing both. Uh, obviously, um, I raced for, I suppose it was, uh, started in 02 sprint cars and raced to about 2016 timeframe. Um, that's when I kind of got out of it for a little while, took a step back, got involved in some business. Um, and, uh, probably took about, I mean, we, we did some stuff here and there, but we didn't do nothing on like a high level. Uh, you know, traveling a lot of different places ran, ran at usage for a few years there. Um, just having some fun, but, um, now, uh, after about six years of being out of it or so, uh, we, um, for a good friend of mine, Jeremiah Jordan called me up over the winter and kind of had a plan of maybe putting together a team. And, you know, I asked him how serious he was or whatever, you know, like, you know, are you, you know, how far you want to take this? If you do, we put something together and he, he got me excited and kind of, you know, um, wanted to wanted to put together a top tier team or whatever and uh i was uh had been out of it long enough to you know racing in a place like knoxville and stuff like that to to i always said if i want to go back to knoxville i want to make sure i go back there with a competitive edge to race against guys like you know the top tier teams brian yeah. brown you know things, things like that and so i uh i said i'm interested you know i, I want to you know I, I miss it i miss the people and the fans and um, you know, it's kind of the whole family thing too, just a little bit, you know, my family always loved racing. We always got into it. And, uh, I just, I felt, uh, um, you know, there was, I was kind of missing it, I guess you could say. Yeah. And, uh, so I said, well, let's, let's, let's get her done. Let's go. Let's start putting it together. <laughs> and and it, it basically we, we ran into kind of a brick wall just a little bit. Um, getting equipment was very tough or is very tough still. Yeah, and yep. so, you put your name in the hat, so to say, to get frames, motors, and you get told the same thing over and over. You can't get them. You can't get them. And so it kind of comes a headache when you get told that over and over when you're trying to put together a solid team. And, um, you know, uh, Maya went out and actually found uh, a lot of teams that were looking to sell some of the stuff that, that wasn't very old or that was, you know, came from reputable people. And then uh, as we found the stuff, we kind of plucked things here and there, and we were able to find some good, you know, good motors. Um, we were able to find some good cars to get the ball rolling. So we kind of knew 2023 was going to be kind of a starter year for us. Um, we, we didn't want to wait till we got new cars or new motors. We wanted to kind of get out there and start racing to get some seat time, you know, just mainly yeah. in due part myself. I had been out of it long enough on a high-end level that I wanted to get back to, you know, running at those speeds, you know, the, you know, everything, just getting up to par with things. And, uh, it was, 
um, it was challenging, you know, to, to get the pieces that you wanted, but sometimes, sometimes you had to settle for pieces that were less than what you wanted, but you knew, Hey, this is a growing thing. We're going to, you know, we're going to grow this thing. And our end goal was 2024 to have a stable of cars prepared to basically, you know, race anytime we wanted to go anywhere we want to. And then that, at the end of the day, that's still the goal and still the agenda. And we've been moving forward as the year has gone on. Yeah. Well, your name's in the hat, you could say, for everything. So now hopefully you're getting closer to the top of the list. <laughs> Right, right. And and as we progress through this year, that's kind of been the case, I guess. Uh, you know, whether a new frame shows up, uh, you know, let's just say, you know, this week or, or in a month, yeah. you know, we, we get them coming and then you put your hat, you know, again, you're cycling out pieces. And uh, it, it's 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 been fun um, traveling around a little bit and racing at tracks you haven't raced at. I mean, and I try to take some of the experience and knowledge that I have from the past and apply it. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing I've, I guess I've learned out of this year so far is it is very challenging racing against these top tier teams that have raced nonstop, you know, for 10 plus years. Oh, yeah. You ain't, you ain't just going to go out there and show them how to get around the racetrack. <laughs> no, you know? no. I mean, that is just, I mean, it, it sounds all good when you talk about it, but when you go out there and you race against these guys, these guys are very good at what they do. That you can see the guys that have done it for many years, they make it look easy. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it, it's been fun to try to get back to that level because obviously it does take uh, the coordination thing, getting up to speed, getting up to you know. Um, I, I like to say it. I, I was when I said I wanted to do it. I felt I was confident enough in myself that I was still capable of going out and winning. Yeah. And um, I, but I knew it would take some laps, and that's kind of why we've been hitting the pavement and trying to run as much as we can to get me back to that level. And uh, obviously with a new team, you know, a lot of guys say it can take two, three years before you're at yeah. that level where you want to be, you before know. Before you're meshing together and understanding what Correct. one's saying to the other. And yeah, and and, and in, in between the start time and that time can be very frustrating because you're putting in a lot of man hours and you're putting in a lot of, you know, I mean, in the middle of the night, you're, you're, you're putting aside other things just because you're trying to get that whole thing rolling right in the right direction. Uh, it can be very challenging and very mentally, you know, break, you know, it can break a guy down pretty quick. But uh, as, a, as a group effort, as a team, that's where me and Maya have uh, been, had a long-term friend relationship, and uh, we, we both have the same goal in mind. And uh, we just keep pushing forward, and and obviously, I think things are slowly coming together. Yeah. Um. I mean, you you want things to come out out of the box and just you know showcase everything you have, but like I said, when you go race top tier guys, you're just it's it's yeah. it's, it's a learning step. You know? Well, it it sounds to me like you guys went about it right. You know, you 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 know you wanted to, but you you weren't expecting it. You could say you knew it was going to take a little time, and you're really pushing for the 24 season. So, you know, it sounds yep. to me like you went about it the right way. I mean, you know. Like you said, it's still frustrating, but you kind of expected it at the same time, so it's easier to take or whatever you want to say. It's it's uh, you know there's multiple ways to go about it. I mean, yeah, it's um, you know you can start with one car and a couple motors, and you can work off that one car and obviously switch motors out and stuff like that. Or in our case, you know, it, uh, at first it was challenging because you're you're trying to assemble, uh, like I said, you know, maybe having four or five cars all assembled ready to go that are top tier, you know, yeah. uh, equipment. 
And so as, as you're building that, you're not just working on one car during the week, you're working on two cars. Next thing you know, you're working on three cars <laughs> and it, it, it can be very challenging to keep up with all that. And, uh, but in the long term end of things, once you get that built up and you have those four or five cars put together, you know, that, you know, again, you can cycle things out or, you know, if you do wreck one or you have, I mean, things happen quick on the racetrack. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you do wreck one, you have another one sitting there that we're able to, you know, uh, race right away without having to tear apart and rebuild for that whole week and thrash that whole week, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and we're fortunate enough to have, you know, the, you know, the, the backing and the people that want to help us and, and have helped us that, that we're able to, you know, continue to push for that goal of having four or five cars put together, having multiple motors so we can cycle them out as we run through the season. And, and, um, you know, without that, obviously we wouldn't be able to have that. So it's, it's a fortunate thing and it's an exciting thing because, um, it's, it's something that's, you know, around here, you don't hear a lot of guys having that availability to do that. So it's, it's fun to be a part of it, you know, is the best way to say it. Yeah. So with everything you've said there, how exciting was it for you guys to get a win Sunday night? Oh, super exciting. You know, I, we, we've been knocking on the door at Houston's. Um, I, you know, I grew up racing at Houston's there or whatever. I've, I've always liked Houston's. It, it really, uh, it makes a racer out of you because you can't slow down. I mean, as much as you get comfortable, as soon as you get comfortable halfway through a race, all of a sudden you got someone on your tail, <laughs> you know, and, and, and then, then you got to push harder. So it, it teaches you how to race on a short track, especially with, you know, um, and, and with having a curb like was on last night. I mean, you have to, it, it's a technical track. Yep. And uh, the challenging part is, is I knew I started obviously on the front row, but the challenging part was you had to get out and set the pace if you could get out front. But sometimes the track changes and there's some areas on the track that can become better throughout the race. So you're always watching, you know, you're always kind of paying attention of, man, is that guy catching me or who's coming up through the field? Uh, I know like last night they had the caution. I looked up on the board and I saw Drukey was in second. Yeah. And it, it caught my attention because I was like, okay, where is he running that he was able to go from third to second? He obviously is making some speed somewhere. And, and that's when I started looking off the corner, too. I saw some moisture, and I was like, I bet he's coming up off a of two there, and he's getting a good charge because it looks like there's something down there. But then you're kind of questioning yourself. <laughs> do I go do, there or do don't I, I go? Do, do, do I try it? And then he blows by me on the outside, and then I kick myself for the rest of the week or what? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, like and somebody so, said, said earlier, it's, it's, you're, you're out there, you're the rabbit at the dog race, you could say it. <laughs> Right, right, and so some. I mean, it's fun. Obviously, you want to start up front, and and and. Uh, uh, but sometimes you got to be careful. There can be multiple things that uh, multiple lines that come in, and um, I just I tried to use my experience of racing out there on using my best judgment on the restarts, and uh, I guess at the end of the day, it all worked out in my favor. And uh, the, for for the team to put the hours that we put in this whole time, you know, this whole time and this entire year, it was great to get a win to just kind of propel, um, you know, everyone's confidence, you know, not just that night, but throughout the whole week, moving into the next week. Um, obviously we're coming into a pretty important time of the year. So it's always good to try to be up front and showcasing good results because it just continues. You can build off that success. Um, 
I mean, from my experience, obviously racing can humble you very quickly. You can have a one really good night. The next night you can have a really struggling night, but you still have the, you know, everyone on the team. That's what I love about the team. Everyone on the team has the, the same goal. We were, we're there to win and do our best. And if, if we can't accomplish that, then we try to fix what we can, you know, that we know how to fix to make it better. And, um, yeah, that's that's what I love about the whole team aspect of it, and it was just a great win for the whole team. Yeah. And and then you win on the night your crew chief gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. That even makes it a little bit extra sweet, I guess you could say, maybe. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, obviously, you, you, you think about that, obviously. It's like, well, that'd be a good night to win on, obviously. You know? But uh, <laughs> you don't really focus on it because, no. obviously, every Sunday, every Sunday you're there, you want to win. But uh, it definitely, it lined up, everything lined up perfectly where, uh, it, you know, it, it, it was kind of a, you know, sometimes you get a picture-perfect ending, so to say, and it worked out perfect for a perfect night for everyone to be there. Absolutely. Absolutely. What uh, what are your plans kind of here going forward? Where are you going to be the next week or two? So um, our our game plan right now, I guess, is uh, um, we, we just put together a new car and we got a fresh motor that we'd like to try at Knoxville this Saturday night. Uh, obviously, looking forward to the Knoxville nationals. Um, we'd like to, you know, we'd like to shake down a car and a motor to see once if that's the type of car and motor that we want to run, or, you know, if, if it's not, then we kind of know to go a different direction. So it, it's, uh, we plan on racing Knoxville, uh, Saturday night and shaking down a car that may, we may potentially use for like the Knoxville nationals. Um, that's, uh, that usage has off this Sunday, so we don't race yep. there, but then we have the, um, the high limit deal uh, gets started back up here for a few races. Um, I do believe next Tuesday they race out in Pennsylvania. Yep, yep, they do. And then, uh, so we plan on going out there for that for that day show, and then we plan on running back and obviously again racing Knoxville for these next couple of weeks before the nationals just to get some track time and try to get a nice uh, you know page of notes or whatever for the nationals is kind of our agenda there. And then obviously Houston's. Uh, 360 nationals um and then the 410 nationals and then obviously after the 410 nationals i do believe we've got a high limit race at uh uh houston's yep yep so it, it's a pretty busy yeah and then jackson a, nationals i believe yeah yeah, yeah i was gonna say yeah and you throw that i mean like i said it's a pretty busy schedule and routine so that's why we kind of any downtime we've had we've been trying to get the stable built up where if something was to happen, we'd be prepared for it a lot better so we're not thrashing and having to spend 48 hours to rebuild a car, you know, as fast as we can, so to say. You know, we want to be yeah. prepared and organized, you know. And then you get a little downtime and a couple of yahoos call you and want you to talk on the phone with them for 20 <laughs> minutes or so and screw up your free well, time. So. And I think he's pretty busy with his job also. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it definitely, I mean, I mean, I, I'm on the phone all the time with my job, so it's I'm pretty used to it or whatever. But uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I enjoy talking to you guys, and I enjoy doing. I mean, you guys do like a nightly thing or whatever it works out perfect. You know, more during the day, it's harder to talk sure. to other people more so than anything. But uh, the time of night you guys do it, it works uh, out good. One of us has to work during the day yet here. So <laughs> hey, once teaching gets back going, come on, man. All right, right. So, well, we don't want to keep you all night, Dusty, but we better let you throw your sponsors out there once before we let you go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I got uh, AC, ACS Roofing, Zomer Trucking, uh, Primetime Express, the Red Rock Bar and Grill, 
Chris, um, there. We and, just mentioned them too. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, it's a great place to go. You know, uh, uh, Kistler Race Engines, Angler Machine and Tool, um, Wild Wonders Daycare, Westover Masonry, Performance One, D and D Small Engine Repair, Art Designs, Crestman Sanitation. And, you know, and, and a big shout out to like, you know, Danny Lasoski, you know, I mean, he's, yep. he's, he's a huge part of the team. He's not here during the week, but, you know, he comes in and he helps us get going down the right path. He's very, he's a great teacher. You know, I was saying that last night, he, he's, he's educated everyone on basically how he ran his operation. And, and I can see why he had the success he did because he, he took it, um, a hundred percent took the time to make sure everything was dialed in for his operation when he, you know, when he raced and, uh, respect the guy. And, and he's guys full of knowledge. And even as a driver, I mean, he, he, he coaches me as far as, Oh, Hey, you know, try to do this a little bit better over here and everything else. And, and it just, you pick up on things quicker. And so it's a, it's a great team to, you know, that we've been, you know, like I said, getting going and, uh, we're hoping just kind of keep building off it and, uh, keep growing and, um, hopefully, uh, be here for years to come, so to say, to win many more races. That sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like got... we say all the time. That, that, hopefully... that, way, that way I can talk to you guys more often. There you go. Hey, I just we say love that. it. So we don't, you know, the good part is Dusty, you, you like to talk, you like to share things with us, which yeah. is really good. So Tobin, and I just get to sit here and listen, and, listen, and right? soak it all in. It's great. We tell everybody nobody wants to listen to me and Bud. Yeah, we <laughs> don't know any freaking thing. It's so. not the Tobin Bud show, that's for sure. <laughs> that wouldn't well, be out there anymore. Nice. It's nice you guys do this. Obviously, the fans tune in and everything, and people you don't get to talk to all the time. Even at the track, it's tough to talk to everybody because you know there's only so much limited time. You know, you're yep. trying to get out. Like he said, you're trying to get out of there because you know Monday's going to come soon. So you don't get to talk to everybody. So sometimes they don't get to hear the whole story of what you got going for a schedule or, sure. you know, exactly everything. So it's great that you guys do it. I appreciate that. And uh, like I said, uh, hopefully uh, we're talking to you guys more often. All right. Sounds good. Well, thanks a lot for coming on, Dusty. You bet. Thanks for having me. Co-op Energy, your tri-state supplier for all your energy needs. Tires for cars, trucks, and tractors, and fuel like farm fuel, gas, and propane to heat your house and all your livestock barns. Co-op Energy even supplies the propane for the propane pusher. Co-op Energy has several convenient stores in towns located near your local tracks. Stop in before the race to get your gas, snacks, and beer. If interested in doing business with CEC, give Randy a call, 712-400-8216. One more time, 712-400-8216 to set up an account, or you can visit our website at www.coopenergyco.com to find a location near your favorite track. Some of those locations are Wildcat Junction in Larchwood, Jackrabbit Junction in Sibley, in Worthington, the Interstate Sea Store, or the Blue Line Truck Stop. In Lakefield, it's Junction 86. And in Milford, Boji Junction. Stop by and see what they have for you. Hey! Good another episode. Night. Yep. So Now I'm going to have to probably go find my wife. <laughs> she ain't come back yet. Yeah, I have no idea where she is, but 
So I said I had the keys, but I don't have the keys. They're in the pickup. But she don't like to drive my old pickup. So. We didn't hear it start. So. No, no, you'd hear that one yet. Yeah, the old sixty nine makes a little noise when she fires, but yeah. So she's in town somewhere. But all three guys did excellent. Um, you know, I I was glad to hear Dusty kind of say there at the end that it's it's nice that we do this, um, just so you know those guys don't. They're trying to pack up. They're yep. trying to get home. They got to work on well, Monday. Well, like you said, it's Sunday. We all should go home better than we do. You know, so sometimes they don't talk to people as, as much as they want to. Yeah. You know. Well, um, and some people can't stay around to wait either. Yeah. You know, because if there's a line, well, that's going to be 20 minutes. You know, we got to get home. Yeah. And we've toyed around trying to do this on Sunday night, and but we don't just for that reason. Yeah. You know, they want to get out of there. Yeah, and, and they, they want to meet the fans. Yeah. So you if know, we take if we 15 minutes of up, their time. So. Yeah, you know, so so this worked great. Yeah, we're actually doing it Monday because, Tobe. I got races tomorrow night in Rocky. We got races tomorrow night in Rocky. And then Wednesday night there's figure and eights at son Rocky. Of a gun, we forgot to mention that in the intro. Well, good thing we're covering in the ending. Hopefully yeah. people keep listening. Absolutely. And you're trying this new YouTube thing, so well maybe. Maybe we'll see if see I how get bad it uploaded. But, yeah. But uh, recorded it anyhow, so you can look at our ugly faces. <laughs> hey, look who walked in. We don't have to go look for her anymore. Oh man, is Hi, she honey. gonna be she gonna be torqued at me? Well, that's your problem, not yeah, mine. So good thing. All right. Well, I was just telling how much I love you, honey. We all love you, Ann. <laughs> yeah. Just remember that when you listen to the podcast. All right. That's another wrap. That should be it.